At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to keep you moving. With a full range of services from oil changes and tire rotations to filters, wipers, and more, we've got what your car needs, so you're ready for whatever's next. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care, that's a job for Jiffy. Visit JiffyLube.com to find a service center near you. Hey everyone, this is Contrarious Live, coming to you from out of the dark, and I'm here today with Amanda. She's been on the show before with Anita, and she's known Anita for about one year, and they go to the same church. They both live in Idaho, if you remember, and uh, they become close friends, and now they're actually getting together on a regular basis and fellowshipping. Right, Amanda? Yes, that's right. Fellowship is important. It's not something you can manufacture at Denny's. Did you know that? (laughs) That's for sure. It's actually a gift of the Holy Spirit. It is a big blessing for sure. Some people believe you can order a big meal, sit around a table, have all the blood blood rush down to your stomach, and um, have some good fellowship. Actually, it doesn't work that way, but you could do it that way. It all depends on the Holy Spirit. So anyway, it's just like anything else. It's a gift. So uh, today, we actually have a full moon. It's amazing how many shows we've done over the last couple of years on the full moon. And so we we talk about the energy. Uh, The full moon actually uh, reaches a peak, the fullness here at uh, 248. Eastern Standard Time. Right now it's uh, 2.25 Pacific Standard, my time. And you're on mountain time, so you're an hour ahead of me. But um, I mentioned, uh, what was it, earlier this morning, uh, about sensing the energy, and uh, I couldn't feel anything. I didn't have any problems sleeping. But I laid down to have a nap, and oh boy, I could really feel it. And uh, ever since then, I've been able to feel it. And... uh, you felt anything at all? You know, I'm not sure if it was the full moon or not, or if it was just one of those nights, but I, laying down, my heart was significantly faster yeah. than it normally is. Like, my resting beat was not where it typically is. But um, And then when it took me a long time to fall asleep, finally, and then when I did, I kept having these just wild dreams that were very short and almost like just small skits of a dream. Um, and then several times I would wake up and feel like I'm dreaming, but I'm not asleep. Like I was like asleep, but obviously, but it just felt like I was like in and out nonstop. But, um, and then I woke up about an hour before my even alarm went off because it was just, it was one of those nights. But I feel energized today. It's not like I'm even tired. So it probably was the full moon. <laughs> yeah, I can actually feel the energy in my, in my uh, legs, like right now. It's pretty amazing. And, uh, but we talked previously about, um, you know, most people don't sense energy. I didn't sense anything at all for years. Um, you primarily have to detoxify the body. If it still doesn't, if you still can't sense anything, then you need to work uh, on like a more energetic level, which is a little bit spooky for Christians. But right. You know, I understand this kind of thing, you know. You got some kind of blockages or something like that. You know, what do you do? Well, it's... <laughs> Don't talk to your pastor, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> might get fellowship or ostracized. Or <laughs> That's okay. Pastor Bob, he's okay. 
Many. Yeah. Do you think it is new? Anyway, that's the American pastor. But uh, yeah, I was um, playing one of these uh, energy uh, frequency. Uh, well, it had to do with creativity on YouTube, and I, I noticed I could start feeling this energy. It was kind of subtle, and I thought it was the uh, the music itself. But later, I realized, no, this is um, this is it. You know, it's, it has to do with the moon and. Um, I could tell after a while. So, uh, <clears throat> also the uh, Jewish Passover began last night. Did you know that? Right. Now they got all these different calendars, you know. So uh, this is the standard. Like if you go to Wikipedia, you know the standard Jewish calendar. Um, we talked about Matthew seventeen eleven. Remember how everything has to be restored? Yes. And that would include like you know, chronologies, because we don't have an accurate starting date. But whatever scholars may believe, you can't prove these things. And uh, I believe the calendars are corrupted. You know, um, everybody believes they have the correct calendar. Like you talked, you probably interacted with, ever interact with a messianic Jew? I haven't, no. Oh, okay. Well, they're Christians. That's kind of an odd name, but a messianic Jew is always... Uh, well, the reason they say messianic is because um, they believe in, that, you know, Yeshua is uh, the Lord, you know, unlike in Judaism. So that's why they call it messianic, you know. But they, they tend to think that they've got it uh, more figured out than you, and they always think they have the right calendar and stuff like that. But I don't think any of the calendars are legitimate. I think they're all corrupted. I think the reason is because um, God did that. That sounds kind of strange to people, well, you know. Uh, there is a passage in uh, Hosea 2.11, I think it is, where he talks about taking away these different things, for instance, like the Sabbath, the festivals, the new moon, and you don't really hear people talk about that. You know, like, when did this happen? You know, uh, it does refer to the northern tribes. Hosea was a prophet to the northern tribes. But um, I, I think that everything is corrupted and it needs to be restored. And people just assume that you know, they don't even think it was corrupted or lost. Remember we talked about how Christians don't really talk about lost knowledge? Have you ever heard this right. kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Because they have a new covenant mentality. We have all the, you know, the full blessings of the new covenant, and it's all there, like a great big banquet feast for everyone to indulge in. And uh, if there's any problems, then uh, it must be at your end. You know? Right. So, yeah, several times it does say that God will reveal hidden secrets of heaven of the kingdom actually if you reveal anything to man on his level and come back like 500 years later it'll be all screwed up <laughs> but people want to believe that the, the calendars are were preserved by god you know because god would want to do that right but what they're not thinking of is that um all these things passed through the medieval roman catholic church yes. uh -oh. Right. So you're actually trusting the Roman right. Catholic Church to preserve these things. Now we got a big problem. Do you trust the Roman Catholic Church for anything? I don't. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we already know they've lied to us about one thing after another. Uh, right. You can start with the Inquisition. and That's a good place to start. But uh, <clears throat> we might actually talk about that. We'll probably be doing a we'll, – we'll try to do a part two here got some time uh, constraints today.
but um, I think God acknowledges the Gregorian calendar, you know, even though it's corrupt. Right. You don't want to swing too far, you know. And um, the evidence for that is actually with those. Uh, remember those uh, that tetrad of blood moons. Oh, yeah. Two of them occurred on this, um, according to this, well, I'm going to call it a corrupt Jewish calendar. See? So how do you explain this? Well, one way you explain it is conspiracy theory that whoever created the Gregorian calendar, we're going to say the Illuminati, you know. They projected far into advance and they set it up a long time ago when they actually created the Gregorian calendar. That's what I used to believe, you know and um, eventually I concluded that God actually works with this corrupt calendar because that's, that's all we have, you know. So he acknowledged things today, you know, he probably acknowledges daylight savings time. <laughs> it's a reality. And it's all screwed up, right? Yeah. But it's not like, you know, oh, I'm not going to, you know, get involved with that. You guys are, your time is all way off and um, I'm too pure for all that. Okay. Everything's all screwed up, if you ask me. <clears throat> That's why I need to be restored. So anyway, um, um, yeah, so anyway, you sent me, oh, actually you sent um, uh, Anita uh, this link to a YouTube video. And yes. um, I was absolutely amazed at what happened when I listened to this thing. Because it, it put me into a euphoric state that I've never experienced. I did have um I didn't have headphones on, I just had earbuds, you know. I mean they right. were they were decent earbuds. Um actually they weren't really high quality ones. Um my Apple iPods uh got a short end so I had those um skull candy ones, you know, for like ten dollars. Yeah. And uh, it worked um, amazingly well. And it put me in, I've never experienced this, it, it put me into a euphoric state for about an hour and a half. Wow. And around that time, I started to feel like, whoa, um, this is going to start like detoxify me or something like that. And, uh, and so I, I turned it off. Um, so have you done the full hour? I did, yeah. I feel like I didn't want to overdo it. The reason is because I've overdone it before. Um, there's kind of an obscure practice called moon gazing. Yeah. Which is like really obscure. And the first time I looked at the, at the moon, I, I overdosed on it. I know it sounds weird. But it's kind of like opposite of a sunburn. I only looked at it for about 15 minutes. I've never looked at it that long since then. And, you know, can't get too much of a good thing, right? Well, yeah, you can, but... They actually advise you not to sleep outside uh, under a full moon. That's that uh, kind of like opposite of a sunburn. It's overexposure. And we're not going to go into this now. We've come up with full, but you've heard all the stories. Yeah. Like, say, emergency rooms and what happens on a full moon, where we get the word lunatic and lunacy and those kind of things. Because people literally, I mean, there's like a lot of these people that work in hospitals, I mean, I'm stereotyping a little bit, but I mean, they kind of follow the science, you know, in the medical, you know, journal, whatever the heck, you know, follow the doctor, 
but they do believe that something's going on under a full moon. That's one thing they right. will acknowledge. And because uh, science, they don't like to acknowledge it. Yeah. They really don't. And uh, <clears throat> I think it's a conspiracy. So we'll see if this show is taken down overnight. John. <clears throat> we'll see if I spoke out of place under the new Joe Biden administration. We're not really sure about the censorship here. Maybe if we sound really new agey, we can get away with it. It's possible. I'm not sure what's going to happen if we mix, mix Christianity and um, this real super new agey stuff. So we shall see. But yeah, I mean, um, I was completely blown away by that thing. Um, I uh, have a link to it here. I got to put it up. I thought I had the title here. So we want to let people know about this audio. You might want to be cautious. So anyway, yeah, today I was playing it, and guess what happened? I started to feel pressure in my forehead. And it's supposed to, like, decalcify your pineal gland, which sounds really, you know, out there for a lot of people. Like, oh, sure, you know, that's really going to work. Yeah, I could feel the pressure, and I turned it off. Because uh, I've been uh, detoxifying, and uh, I got enough of that going already here. It's called detox your pineal gland, parentheses, decalcify, end parentheses, in one hour. And it says third eye activation. Ooh, you know, Christian, go, here we go. I <laughs> told course. you it was New Age. <laughs> but, um, you know, in the New Age movement and, you know, in the East, they have a principle of the chakras, which you're familiar with. So I like to use terminology. I'm real big on that. So I just call them vortexes because it's a spinning vortex. And actually, you know, they're going to talk about seven primary vortexes, right? But um, you've got vortexes all through your your body, like small ones. You've got them like um, in on your fingers uh, at the joints, little ones, you know. And what's really cool, you can photograph them. So it's not so woo-woo after it, you know. Stop rolling your eyes, you Christians. <laughs> we got one here. It's not in my Bible. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> Remember when we said everything for faith and practice is in the Bible? That's what right. Christian, well, where's this at in the Bible? Actually, poke around, there's a few things here and there. So, um, yeah, you might want to try it out, but be careful with it. Um, if you get a headache or anything like that, you might have a, uh, a cleansing reaction. It's called a healing crisis, right? Right. Well, well and, uh, any type yeah. of detox as well, you're going to have the effects of a detox. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it may make you a little queasy. It may make you feel a little unbalanced because you're actually detoxing, you know, and so even whenever it comes to the pineal gland, you're you're still detoxifying it. Mm-hmm. By the way, I have a little method for um, uh, decalcifying um, the pineal gland, and I take uh, a diluted 35% hydrogen peroxide, which is kind of a crude form of oxygen, believe it or not. And um, I kind of cup it in my hand and. Um, well, I put it directly on my body, usually over my heart. And then the, the little excess that's left, because if you turn your hand, it's just going to spill off of your hand, you know. And I'll put something on the floor for it to fall because you'll have a few drops. I put it right on my forehead. 
and I do this over and over again on a regular basis. Sometimes I do it in the shower before I turn the shower on. That's a good place to do it, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's what I do. Uh, and um, it, it, it penetrates the skin. And if you put it over your heart region, you can tell it gets into your bloodstream because it gives you this lift. And I will do that right before a show. That's one of the little things I do, like in the pre-show routine. And it really, really helps. It elevates your mind, purifies, purifies your blood, but it's more of like a flash in the pan effect. It just comes and goes really quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to like purify your blood like oregano or colloidal silver. Yeah. It's just not going to do anything for uh, chemicals or toxins. Um, but those two things are good for like parasites and very much. Kind of yeah. I think the big thing with the colloidal silver is. Um, making sure the potency because i use it a lot um and it's one of my favorite natural i call it like a natural antibiotic you know it's like i use it for everything yeah Um, but making sure the potency and like it should be even stored in the fridge but it should be really dark and a lot of the stuff that people find is actually light in color which means it's really not that potent yeah so you've got a cordial silver maker yeah so um we one of the things that we manufacture is the colloidal silver. Um, so ours, the one I have, is 1100. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's strong and it's very dark, so it'll stain you. That's for sure. I have uh, one from uh, Soda Instruments, S O T A, and they use the uh, Bob Beck technology, which is um, has all kinds of uh, actually scientific documentation. You can get it in a PDF file. He's passed away now. But um, it, it doubles as a colloidal silver maker. It's a blood purifier. Right. And uh, you put it on your wrist for like, uh, it's called electromedicine. You put it on your wrist for like two hours, and it will uh, purify your blood. It doesn't do anything for chemicals. But it works similar to oregano and colloidal silver. And colloidal silver actually functions as a secondary immune system. We're going to say, Theoretically, right. Has to be all theories now. There's no facts oh. anymore. Did you know that? There's no more facts anymore. It's all theory when it comes to alternative films. <clears throat> oh yes, we have to very be aware of that with everything that we manufacture because anything with a natural health, you have to just state that mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't state anything. Yeah. Uh, what we need to do is follow science. Correct? Right. That's that's the way to go. Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci has yet to admit uh, admit the importance of the immune system so far. Correct? Mm-hmm. So it must not be important because he's an expert, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, I think we're heretics. That's what we are. So we got the church at one end and uh, the government at the other end, the fact checkers. We're in big trouble. Oh, big We're squeezing in from both ends. You know yeah. why? Because the Christian's programmed. <laughs> <laughs> right. The pastor, he always goes along with the system. When does the pastor ever have any significant problems with, I call it the medical cartel? You know what I mean? They just kind of go along with the show. You know why? He's got an institutionalized mind. When did they ever talk about these things in seminary? Remember when they did that? They never did that. Yeah. Did that. You know why? There wasn't enough time. So he's got an institutionalized mind. He's going to go with the chemotherapy right? yep. and the prescription pills. Don't fool yourself. 
if your pastor is over 50, um, all you got to do is go to the doctor and complain about this or that. Yeah, I got to go eight pain. Put you right on pills, and they never take you off the pills. No. And then you're going to need another pill for the pills that they gave you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's called a spiraling down effect. It spirals right down into the coffin. Right. And the six feet under effect. Exactly. You got a problem with these pills? Try this pill. Now you go down to the next level when you come back to your doctor. and You ever notice that doctors never claim to heal anybody? That's one good thing about them. They, you know why? You know, that's an incredible statement. Nobody talks about this. Because they assume that I'm going to go to the doctor. They think they're going to get healed with something. It's a magical belief, right? Right. But uh, so do doctors heal anybody? They don't even claim to. That's the belief of the of the common the commoner. <laughs> Just kind of like these vaccines, you know. Did you notice they never come out and claim the vaccine actually, <clears throat> you know, heals anybody or? Uh, um, right. In fact, they're actually admitting, you know, it doesn't. That you still got to wear your mask and do these things because you know why? Because it doesn't kill the virus. No. They never even claim that. They don't even claim it. The people fact, assume this. Doesn't they? They tell you that well, it, there's other strands, so you could still get it. <laughs> well, that's the thing; it's always mutating, and the you know the vaccines only work for one single mutation, right? Right. Is that correct? I know it is. I'm just. <laughs> right. and that's what they say. I'm just repeating what they say. Right. That's the fact. Apparently, it's all very simplified, and um, you know. If you listen to the media, there's no, nobody has died from this vaccine, and there's no side effects so far. That's Isn't that wonderful. Fast. That's just yeah. in the controlled media, everything's just hunky dory, nothing <laughs> to worry about. And you go to the conspiracy forum. I just went there today. It listed. I'm not making the claim. I'm just repeating what they said, you know. And it's got some source there. I looked at it, and uh, it's talking about your, how many people have died supposedly in Europe. I don't trust these numbers, you know, so I'm not going to verify them because I don't trust statistics. So it gives you higher or lower. Um, I'm not even going to say what I think it should be, you know, as far as higher or lower, but um, but it's like in the thousands. I'm talking about death. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 this is the first time I've seen this was just today. But that was a conspiracy forum. So therefore, did you know that all conspiracies are theories? Mm. According to media, right? That's why. And they're they're all bad, and they're all unworthy, and they're all unprovable. There's no good conspiracy theories. You ever hear the media? Oh, let me correct that. Any, unless you're talking about Donald Trump, which they're still talking about for some curious reason. Uh, you can say anything you want about Donald Trump, any kind of conspiracy theory. And the, the media, you know, there was a time there when Trump was still president where everybody was doing conspiracy theories. The media was talking about conspiracies all the time. But the conspiracies had to do with Donald Trump. Yes. So those were approved conspiracies. But any other conspiracies, um, they're all false, every, every single one of them. Every single time, you know, any kind of conspiracy, you go to Snopes, right? Every single time, without exception, Every conspiracy is false. Right. That's mathematically impossible. For instance, 
If there was somebody scheming in an Oaken boardroom somewhere against you right now, mathematically it would seem very unlikely, but can you infallibly prove that's not going on? Um, I bet it's going on somewhere. <laughs> there are conspiracies, and guess where the conspiracies are? Right in the Bible. Satan's conspiring against God's people. Oh, but there's no conspiracy. That's in the Bible. Right. Every year it gets worse and worse. They don't like that Bible. <clears throat> they got, you know, they they keep introducing these um, these laws or something like that. They don't, they haven't passed yet, you know. But um, it's worse, worse every year. Um, the Bible is uh, very unfocally correct. It would be helpful if we could instruct these people who don't read the Bible and tell them that the Mosaic law was actually for an ancient tribal system. Um, be helpful if the Messianic Jews understood that too. You know what I mean? Uh, we yeah. don't live in a, in a tribe. Um, I think we should. <laughs> because whatever we got going right now is not working very well, right? But going back to the tribe, yeah, go back to um, Ezekiel 47, 48. You see the 12 tribes there, kind of like in the book of uh, Joshua. They're being given parcels of land there. Remember that passage I read in uh, Hosea 1, 10 and 11? Yes. Israel and Judah will be reunited. There you go, right there, see? And um, Elijah, um, it's kind of funny because it doesn't really comment on this, but he takes these 12 stones. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac Wayne heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and boom! Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.